In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. The way in which we respond to the various circumstances and situations of our lives allows us to discover the strength and stability of our faith. Mary and Martha were friends of our Lord Jesus. So when Lazarus fell ill, it was natural that the sisters should send an urgent message to the Jesus to let him know that Lazarus was sick. They must have comforted each other with the thought that Jesus would soon be with them and all would be well. But the days passed and Jesus never came. Lazarus grew more sick and finally he died. We can imagine how heartbroken the sisters must have been and how confused they must have felt. Where was Jesus? Why had he not come when they most needed him? Mary and Martha were sure that our Lord would come to Bethany and heal their brother, but he did not come in time. And when the village heard that Jesus was finally coming, we see that dutiful Martha went out to meet him. Martha approaches our Lord and says to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. There is a great spiritual depth to Martha. We should not allow ourselves to think of her only as the busy housekeeper who was too engaged with the details of hospitality to sit at Jesus' feet. And she adds to her complaint, saying, Even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. There is still some hope still some possibility of a miracle, even though she has been so disappointed. And then there is that wonderful and perceptive conversation between Martha and our Lord Jesus, when he says to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha says to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, even though he may die, he will live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And she has said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. Martha has been greatly disappointed. She had such faith in our Lord Jesus and such love for him but when she needed his help most, it didn't seem to appear. And yet when Christ comes to her, he helps her to express her faith so that she exclaims, You are the Christ, the Son of God. And Martha runs to fetch her sister Mary. And when the crowd see that something is happening, they all follow her. And when she finds Jesus, she collapses at his feet, weeping. And she utters the same complaint. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. There is no stopping her tears, and her family and friends were all weeping with her. And this moved our Lord Jesus so greatly that we read that Jesus wept. What does this mean? 
Our Lord Jesus is truly the Son of God and God himself. And he was so moved by the sorrow of those he stood among that he also wept. God wept when he saw the sorrow of his children in the face of death. And the Jews gathered around said to themselves, See how much he loved him. And there is no less love in the heart of God for each one of us. And he weeps still when he sees us in situations of suffering and distress. This response to difficult situations and circumstances is one which we have all experienced ourselves. We have tried to be committed servants of the Lord. We have tried to live lives of obedience and faithfulness. And then some obstacle appears in our way. We pray to the Lord to come to our assistance and we wait with expectation for a miracle to take place. But a miracle never comes. The situation gets worse and even overwhelms us and we are left asking why no miracle came. Or perhaps it is not a terrible situation that overwhelms us but rather a lack of fruitfulness and satisfaction in our lives and our ministries. We have tried to heed God's voice as much as we have heard it. We do everything that it seems that God is asking of us, but it seems that nothing happens. And we may well cry out with these sisters, Lord, where were you? But from the very beginning, we see that Jesus had a different perspective to that of Mary and Martha. They were afraid that if Jesus did not come quickly, then the worst possible outcome would take place and Lazarus would die. But our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God and Word incarnate, already knew what the outcome would be. And he was already aware that this sickness and death of Lazarus would not be the end. There was hope. In the will of God there was more than hope. Because his plans were being worked out for the good and the salvation of Mary, Martha, Lazarus and the disciples. This situation would glorify God. Not that he was sending suffering and distress upon those he loved. But in this situation of our fallen world where disease, suffering, pain and death are present as a part of our normal experience, he would bring light and life and glory. The Lord Jesus could have healed Lazarus as soon as the messenger arrived. And this would surely have reinforced the faith of the disciples in Jesus' power to heal. But he wanted them to learn more. There was a danger that they might become like many of the crowds who followed him, excited by the miracles and the spectacle. So he delays his coming until Lazarus is dead and the disciples' expectations are dashed. This difficult situation exposed the thoughts of those around Jesus. And it is in difficult situations that our own thoughts are exposed. What do we really think? What do we really believe? 
It exposed the thoughts of Mary and Martha. Why didn't you come sooner, Lord? If you had been here, my brother would not have died. Isn't this a question that many of us ask of God from time to time? Sometimes over long years of prayer for some situation. Why, Lord? If you had been here, this wouldn't have happened. If you were here with me, this wouldn't carry on happening. Why, Lord? But we cannot see things from God's point of view. And we cannot see that his purposes are for our eternal good and not for our immediate benefit. There is distress and confusion. These are normal aspects of our fallen human experience. But if we have even a spark of faith, this responds to Christ with hope. Lord, I don't know what you are doing, but I know that you can do all things and will do all things for my good and the glory of God. He weeps with us. He groans with us. He is moved by our sorrowful experience. And even though the Lord delays his coming for a greater good, it does not mean that in the case of Lazarus or in the case of each one of us, he does not heed our tears. Are we in the midst of difficult situations ourselves? Have we faced such in the past? These are not sent to punish us. Nor is their continuing presence a sign of God's displeasure. Rather, each difficult situation is a means of increasing our faith and seeing the greater glory of God. There may be pain and sorrow. But our Lord Jesus Christ is not absent from us and he weeps with us. He waits for the best moment to do us the most good. There is a light and a life to walk by if we travel with Christ even into situations which bring us feelings of dread. It may be the worst that we can imagine takes place but there is glory in this life and in the life to come if we remain faithful to the end. And there will be a better than we can imagine in the end. Mary and Martha could not imagine that our Lord Jesus would appear among them and bring their brother back to them in this world, in this life, in a resurrection. More than they imagined took place, even though the worst that they imagined also took place. We must not allow our small understanding of God's ways to determine for us whether or not we should despair or be distressed. We cannot hope to see all of the aspects of every situation in our life. Nor can we hope to see and understand the final outcome that God desires. But if we keep faith, even in our weeping, then Christ will come into this situation we find ourselves in. Perhaps it will not be today, perhaps it will not be tomorrow, but he will come and bring glory to his Father and joy to our souls. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. May this be our experience in increasing measure to the glory of God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, both now and ever and unto the ages of ages. Amen.